You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Play action. Jones steps up right down the middle of the field. It's touchdown. Devontae Smith cannot be stopped. A truly special performance by the Heisman Trophy winner. Three touchdowns in the first half. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Hope you're enjoying your Friday or if you're uh, your weekend, if you're listening to this over the weekend. It's BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji here. Let's bring in Joey Kanish. Pro sports better or the Devontae Smith highlight. I remember uh, back when uh, we were at the tail end of the college football season, Kanish was on the show saying, take him five to one, take him five to one. He's going to win the Heisman. And that was an easy winner for the people. So you never want to miss one of his appearances at Joey Kanish 22 on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, Kanish. Uh, so Twitter announces that uh, you, you can give tips to certain pieces. People, do you expect to get any tips on Twitter or any uh, that you'll be handing out? <laughs> you know, as, as a man of the people, I like to uh, I like to keep it free. I, I'm sure some folks in gambling Twitter will be uh, using that prevalently, or, or maybe draft Twitter as well, depending on uh, who you get. But yes, I, I've noticed, and um, I, I was thinking maybe Twitter hired somebody from gambling Twitter to work there after seeing that feature. But uh, yes, I'm sure that'll be uh, heavily used in the industry. It, it's going to be gross, isn't it? What What do you think it's going to look like? Uh, I mean, really, number one, it might even be, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, credit. PPH books uh, might be able to utilize that in some form. I know uh, if you're a, a touting man that instead of having to, you know, use a uh, another service or, or links in that, um, you'll be able to use direct through Twitter. So um, I'm sure there's, you know, the other industries, uh, you know, maybe that'll, that'll take advantage of that as well. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it, but, um, I'm a little surprised. I know Twitter, you know, looking for different ways to make revenue. Um, I'm a little surprised it's taken this long. Um, I, this is the first time hearing about it. Oh, really? You didn't see this? Yeah, I don't No, I, I missed this. So like you can get tips from people. Right. Is, is that Kanish probably knows more than me, right? Is this, I don't even know if they launched it or it's like in beta, like NBA top shot is still in beta or, or what it is exactly. That That's what it is. You can, you can give people tips via Venmo, right? Yeah. And I think you list, so it's linked through other providers, Venmo and PayPal. Right. The, the issue is like, uh, I think, you know, Twitter sometimes, uh, as much as I love the product, kind of galaxy brain some of this stuff and is like, oh, if someone, you know, eh, maybe they'll be tip. Really, eh, you know, a tip can just be utilized as um, 
uh, uh, you know, another word for a form of payment. So as much as, you know, they might have thought like, well, you know, if someone like there, I like them, I'll shoot them a tip. Uh, I think it'll be much more um, uh, industrialized as far as using it for, for actual payment methods through different uh, scenarios like like pouting, as we were saying. So, um, right. yeah, I, I don't know if I... I I, the nature of it might have been fine. I'm sure it'll be used uh, in uh, a, a different manner. I, I would just like if, if it's because I if I can get tips for my brilliant tweets, then this is this right. is great news. Yeah, nobody's going to tip at you. Nobody's nah, doing it. that. Nobody's right. doing well, that. All right, never anyway, mind. Kanish, how did you do in the NFL draft? Draft, oh, draft was draft was rock solid. Uh, you know, I know we talked about it. Like we had a couple of, of real nice ones we even talked about on the show. The J.C. Horn was, was a big one. Um, uh, the Waddle coming through under for us. So the draft was nice. Um, even some, you know, I, I love, I'll give credit to the legals. They, they even posted a ton of, like, day two stuff, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, was, was pretty cool. So I thought, I thought the options were great. Um, results were, were solid. Uh, and hopefully, I know next year, in Vegas, uh, so it, it should be a uh, not only with the uh, the legals there. I know that in the the additional Vegas books will be driven uh, to even put more stuff out, which then a lot of people will then copy. So as everybody copies each other, so uh, more options can only be good. So nice uh, this year, excited for next year. It's still relatively new to do it this way with the amount of options that are out there, and you would figure that's going to keep growing as the as the years go on. So. How do you develop a strategy when it when it's still kind of in its infancy in a way? Yeah, no, it's it it right now. Yeah, yeah. Here's what happened. Offshores learned over the years that the draft was a red number. You weren't going to make money. You were going to lose money. So they, and it, you know, they they did a lot of tactics where twenty five dollar bets really limit on offerings that um, legalized betting in, in its infancy here. Um, is you know there's this customer acquisition war going on so they want to have all these options they're offering way more you know they they don't really have uh kind of the past knowledge of all all the beats you know that after 10 years of beatings in that um and now they you know, draft in vegas next year where they're basically forcing uh you know i'm sure bookmakers are forced their people's hand to put out a number of offerings so it, it is really i'm telling you it won't be uh it won't be this good forever. Uh, but as but when you can have, you know, especially if you're in a state with eight, 10, 12 different legal books and them all having to manually keep track of the lines and that, um, I don't think it'll be this, this fruitful forever. So you really got to take advantage of, because offshore the draft is not even close to what it used to be. So right now you're uh, in the legalized space. Everybody wants customers. Everybody wants to put out a ton of lines. Everybody has been burnt real hard. Um, so it's it's a prime time for for NFL draft right now uh, and probably next couple of years at least. With pro sports better Joey Kanish at Joey Kanish twenty two on Twitter. This is BetQL Daily. I don't know if you were doing the Lions bit or not when you said uh, you got down on them to win the NFC North, be the Detroit guy. But uh, win totals, futures that you're willing to share right now that you really like in the NFL. No, you know, so it wasn't, uh, I, I will admit, I just, I had a guy who, uh, you know, I, I, I bet with, who was like, hey, you're an idiot, gave me like a couple extra points on the number. Uh, so I took, the bottom line is, if you don't think, now I will say, I have a much stronger position uh, on Vikings 3-1 to one to win the division, like a real, I mean, that line bet was 100 bucks. Um, you know, I'm, I'm it's a much more sizable position uh, on Vikings doing that. But if you don't think Aaron Rodgers, is coming back to play 
or they're actually going to trade him, which I think both of those are realistic possibilities. Packers chalk is is insane. I mean, there was no player, no player in the league the last few years that affected the point spread starter to back up as much as Aaron Rodgers. So you're going to go, I mean, you're talking about a a four, a six-win difference in the Packers' win total potentially um, if Rodgers doesn't come back, depending on what. uh, Nobody even knows that. Jordan Love might be the absolute worst. You know, even if he's decent, uh, it's a significant, significant downgrade. So uh, to me, I'm okay taking that chance, buying up now. Took a, I like the Vikings anyway this year, took a big position. And if you like the Bears, the line, I mean, all those numbers are going to absolutely crash if Rodgers gets traded or retires. Um, so the NFC North is one, uh, if you're, I'm, I'm comfortable buying now. Again, larger position on the Vikings, a little bit of a flyer uh, on the Lions uh, just because of the price. The, ba- I, I, uh, the Bears, I, I, I know. I, hey, I know man. Bears fan. Don't, you know, no, you know me. I'm not. I'm not a, a a guy that you know pays close attention to the Bears and, and everything's going to be positive. I rip them as much as anybody, and they've deserved it over the last no, f- several years. But Fields going to be playing, man. I agree. No, here's what. Now here's the the quandary you fall into as a Bears. You know, if Fields kind of you know plays well, does he save the pace regime? for yes. another year or two, or would you oh. rather have them win like three games, clean house, and then bring in so a real, like it, you're in this weird paradox yeah. of like, they had a good, they drafted a guy we like and he could, but if he plays well early, we're stuck with these guys for years and years. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I don't know. I get, I get the sense no matter what, if he, if, if, because that draft pick bought all of them two that's years. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, regardless of how bad this is, they could see it as a transition year. I got you. No, it's, and yeah. that's that is the risk when you don't. I mean, we talked about it, Joe Yo, on draft night. When you don't right. fire people, you allow them to then mortgage the future with some draft picks, get this kind of you know guy, and then and then they're hanging on again. So you didn't chop the axe, and now you might be stuck with them for years going on. Right. No, no doubt about it. No doubt. Were, were there any win totals that popped to you? You know, uh, one that I, and this one is, is off the board most places and, and got popped. One that I loved uh, during the Teddy trade was, was the Broncos over. There was some you know flat seven early. It was seven and a half. Um, I, I think you really got to shop around to see. I would still play an eight. I think some places, a lot of places have preemptively juiced the Broncos too high. Um, in terms of like for kind of a, a Aaron Rodgers protection, or they've you know crashed their futures down, that was one I really liked. Uh, and as I said, the Vikings was another one that uh, uh, one of the guys I work with has, has has been really ramping on me and talked me into. There was some you know uh, you know a flat eight out there, eight and a half. Those were two. I mean, especially if the I mean if you get uh, if the Rodgers gets traded and you're sitting on a Vikings eight eight and a half, and they've got six games against 
a Rogerless Green Bay, the Lions and the Bears. Uh, I mean, that is about as friendly as a division schedule as has ever existed in the NFL, potentially. So uh, I like some Vikings and see if you have some stale Broncos numbers, I would take, I would, even if they don't get Rogers, I think they're, they're in line for, you know, an eight to 10 win team. Kansas City is at 12, and that's the highest total team total for anybody, uh, at least as of right now. And for a team that won, you know, 14 games last year in a, a one game shorter season, is that I mean, is it is it pretty automatic that team wins at least that? I mean, it's an inside. I don't like to play numbers, especially at overs on the fringe, uh, you know, like that, where that are on the, the, the each end of the spectrum. Um, it, it's a great, but they fixed the offensive line, invested heavily in it. And what are you going to your But I think you're, you're talking about like the best quarterback potentially of like ever. I'm not going to, I mean, you're, you're basically betting against like, did Mahomes miss some games or any of that? Um, I, I guess not one I want to fade, uh, but at the number for 12, for having a, to, you know, at your your minimum, just to cash be thirteen and four. It's hard. It's hard to do year over year in the NFL. Doesn't mean they won't do it. And I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. bet against them. I'm not taking a position elsewise. Uh, but that's that's a tall task. I usually stay away from numbers uh, all the way up on the spectrum. With Joey Kinnish, Pro Sports Better. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji with you on this Friday. Couple NBA awards. I, I think you're going to disagree with me on this one, but I, I want to see what you're feeling with just about a week <laughs> left. In, week left in the regular season. Okay, so there are two that you can make the case are still up for grabs in some way. And maybe, maybe you say I'm wrong. Not up for grabs at all. Six man award. So oh, yeah. Well. Is there any value in Ingles? I, I was talking about it the other day, and you could find it at seven to one. At the moment, it's five to one, and, and I'm starting to see a lot of stories from the, some of the national NBA writers talking about Ingles' true shooting percentage, how he's the uh, six man. If you're looking at the second half of the season, is there value in Ingles? And I'm confused by this coach of the year number with Monty at minus three thirty five. Minus 305, yeah. whatever it right. is, in what appears to be a three-man race. No, I agree. Well, the, I the six-man first is I, I have put on a large, large – there's a, a trader at one of the books uh, that, that allowed uh, us to pay, make some sizable, sizable wages about a month ago on Clarkston uh, at around average price around minus 300. Um, I okay. agree with you, though. There's been some more Ingalls steam. I still think at the end of the day – Clarkson wins. Would I lay the chalk right now? Absolutely not. I have seen some of the Ingles, but I know Zach Lowe's been on a podcast talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think if you're you're more like MLB media has gotten so far into the sabermetrics, the analytics, I don't know if NBA media on the full scale is there yet, where a lot of these, to make the case for Ingles, you've kind of got to dive into those. Um, Win shares, you know, yeah. More advanced stats. Also, like he's starting right now and he's going to be starting probably till the end of the season. So like, does that, how does that affect that? The, you know, the last month of the season here, he's been in the starting lineup while Clarkson's still been coming off the bench. I still think Clarkson wins. I wouldn't lay it or, or recommend, you know, and that especially if you got an Ingles early, um, some value there, I, I would pass at this point. The coach of the year is crazy because you, you got, I, I don't, I don't know how Monty Williams just became like significant chalk all of a sudden <laughs> over the last few weeks here when right. we thought it was Snyder the whole season. Then Monty Williams has made this run. You've got the Knicks, you know, the you know, I just blast New York media. Everybody loves Tibbs in that. Um, 
I think it's really a, a, I don't think Tibbs is going to win it. Um, I think it's down to Snyder and Williams, uh, but I, I, I think it's a coin flip between those two. Is there anything else? I mean, is there is there any other postseason award that you see as uh, having any value? Because everybody's a everybody who is supposed to win are fairly heavy favorites right now. Yeah, not unless you're into laying uh, a ton of juice. I mean, those if we would have been on the phone, you know, two weeks ago, and, and you could have gotten uh, you know some Jokic when they were around, you know, more like uh, minus two hundred, minus those type of things. Uh, but now all of those awards are live. It's, it's to the point of the season now where there's no outs. Like even if those right. guys got hurt tomorrow and missed, their, they're, they're still going to Jokic is still the MVP. Uh, Rudy Gobert is going to win the Defensive Player of the Year. Those types of so um, I, I don't think so unless you've got you know a, a little bit of a stale number and you want to lock up uh, you know funds for a couple months there with with you know pretty much a known outcome then. Outside of that, uh, there's not anything. Just go, don't waste money on any of the, the, you know, the big plus money dogs, and that is my best recommendation. That's Joey Kanish, Pro Sports Better. Follow him on Twitter at Joey Kanish, twenty-two on Twitter. Thank you, Kanish. Great insight as always on the NFL and also the NBA. Coming up next, we'll hit on some NFL win totals that we find appealing, and then uh, I've got a Twitter block story to share on the BetQL Audio Network. <laughs> 